0: Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rob Beckett and Dr. Desmond Barrett, the founders of the Rural Revitalization Network. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Episode 22 of the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your host Pastor Rob Beckett and myself Dr. Desmond Barrett. Today we want to talk to you about leading better in a season of renewal. For every revitalization uh, opportunity, there is a season of renewal that needs to take place. Sometimes it's a small changes such as carpet and chairs. Other times it's major changes, which is major redesigns to the building. For uh, for a lot of us we are in older buildings those that were built uh, decades ago, and they were built for larger congregations. How do we adapt to the changing nature of how we do church? For many, uh, we're seeing that in our workplaces. Instead of going into workplaces, we're staying home and doing it electronically. For our doctor's appointments, instead of going in to see the doctor, We're doing it through telemedicine and telehealth calls. So we have to begin a new strategy, a reevaluation of how do we lead better in a season of renewal. We're going to talk today about four key areas that we believe here at the network that you can latch on to and begin to have these conversations with your local leadership team, your church board. The first one is, is that we have to adapt to the new reality that is happening around the church. Recently, I was talking to a board member at my church and he said, Pastor, when are we going to go back to Wednesday nights in person? For the last year, we've been doing Zoom Wednesday nights. And uh, I said to him, what would change if we would come back in person? And he just stared and he stared. And I said, would our numbers change? Would the faces on Zoom change if we went to in person? And finally, he looked back after thinking off in the distance for a while. He looked back at me and he says, probably not. Well, my friends, that's been a number of weeks ago and he hasn't approached the subject again. He understood that the new reality in which we're using the technology that God has given us today to do ministry is effective. But now we're evaluating how do we do our life groups, our Sunday school groups, differently well we all can't be in one room together a small room uh because somebody could have covid and everybody could get sick so one of the ways that we're adapting to the new reality is that there's a larger group that's happening inside the fellowship hall but it's completely spread out there's new cleaning mechanisms that uh, and, and 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 things of that nature you know we have an opportunity today to adapt to the new reality do we need to be in our big buildings to do church or can we do church in smaller groups? can we do church at the restaurant? can we do church in partner with other agencies that are in the community such as a homeless shelter or a soup kitchen or the Salvation Army that sort of thing Where is God calling you as a church to be? if we're going to lead better in the season of renewal then we have to be open as leaders to allow God to direct us and to appoint us. In a new direction, and then to give us the ability to encourage and to support those that are used to the tradition is of leading better in a season of renewal is that we have to address the needs uh, to be that need to be fixed. We have to address what needs to be fixed. A lot of churches have had choirs in the past. Now, some have already fought those worship wars and they've moved on from choirs into more of an uh, ensemble-style group. But during the pand- pandemic, those that had choirs had to reduce them. Well, it has enabled the pastor to, ad- to address what needed to be fixed, which was to progress their worship forward in the local church. And one of the ways to do that was to eliminate the choir, but to develop a worship team, a worship band in its place. For some, we're, we're seeing that there have been key leaders inside the church that have had the same position year after year. And one of our network partners recently told me that, they're, that they have just brought in 10 new members, which has given them new life in the midst of a pandemic which gave them an opportunity to bring in new leaders and to help retire the ones that have been holding on because there was nobody to take their position. That is adapting to the new reality, but also addressing some of the needs that they had in the church, which was getting more people plugged in. The third thing is, is that we have to attend to the needs of members, but also guests or our future guests that are to come. Well, I want to jump on that and take a parallel track of what you were doing, because a lot of what you just shared was focusing on the members. And I think we have to do a better job as leaders to do member care. And But we also have to be preparing our hearts and our minds and our worship experience towards the guests that are going to come. And so pastors, we we have done previous episodes of talking about decluttering the clutter and going in and cleaning out things inside the church and preparing for that guest and doing an inventory assessment and looking at it from a guest point of view. And those things cannot be dropped. They cannot be forgotten in the midst of a pandemic and and in the midst of a renewal season. You always have to be forward looking. You have to be forward focused. And so even in our local context right now, Yes, we're focusing on our member care and we're, we're reaching out more and more than ever before to our members, but we're also keeping an eye on what is the guest experience when they walk in? What are they going to see? Who are they going to see? Are they going to see that there's safety that's happening with hand sanitizers and cleaning being done and masks being worn, et cetera? We have to become a people that take parallel tracks and not opposite of tracks when we look at attending to the needs of members, but also the needs of guests. The fourth in the leading better in a season of renewal is to activate the promises that God has put on your heart as a local leader. Absolutely. I, I'm re- reminded of the great song of the church. I'm standing on the promises of God. I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. We have to be a people that stand on the promise that God has put us in the right place at the right time. It is not by accident that you are the leader of this church during this time of of, uh, of struggle, of strife at times in, in the news but you are the leader that God has called. Stand on that promise and activate the promises that God has put on your heart. Maybe that is getting alone and praying with God. Maybe that is getting uh, with a group of of men or women at the altar at five o'clock in the morning at your church and begin to pray the heavens down. Maybe it's it's connecting with two or three shut-ins and and maybe you can't show up at their house, but you can stand on the the sidewalk or even in the driveway or call them or, or FaceTime. We have a great opportunity This is not a time to to freak out. It's not a time to think that God has forgot us. God loves you. God cares about you, but you got to stand on the promise. Go in the Bible, circle the promises time and time again, chapter after chapter, book after book of where God showed up in a mighty way that he promised People went through a crisis, but Christ was always there and the promise was delivered. My friends, we need to become a people that are leading better in a season of renewal. Amen, 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 my friends. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed episode 22, leading better in a season of renewal. We want to go over these four things quickly with you. We want you to write them down. We want them to become part of your ministry. The first thing is to adapt to the new reality that is happening around you. It's not, it's not to be worried about. Not to be worried. God has it. The second thing is you got to address what needs to be fixed around the church. Three, attend to the needs of the members, but also of guests but also be looking to future guests that may come into your church. And then the fourth thing of leading better in a season of renewal is to activate the promises of God has put on your heart. As always, our friends, we want to thank you for joining us today on the Rural Revitalization Network podcast. If you are a pastor or staff person and are in need of coaching and support, let me encourage you to join the network by going over to our Facebook page at Rural Revitalization Network or go to our website at rule revitalizationnetwork Why don't you rate review, and subscribe to this podcast. Why don't you share it with other pastors inside your district? And let's get the word out that the Rural Revitalization Network is a network directed at you, the rural pastor. Until next week, friends, from Pastor Rob and myself, remember you are doing better than you realize. Have a great week. See you next week.